There's something about learning that makes sense. Or maybe it doesn't. When I think of how we learn, my mind goes straight to the classroom. I can see all the students talking in the hallways as they walk to their next class. To them sitting down at their desk and taking notes as a teacher teaches. It's what we learned how to do, what I learned how to do for the past 18 years. However, the past year changed this dramatically. Due to the pandemic, we went from learning in the classrooms to learning on our computers from home. But online learning as we've been so adjusted to has impacted us for better or for worse. With that being said, today's podcast, The Cyber Age, is going to discuss the effects of online learning. I, Alicia Feliciano, a student at St. Francis College, will be interviewing my boyfriend, John Carlo Martinez, a student at Baruch College, on his experience with online learning. Welcome to Cyber Age. I'm Alicia, and here I have John Carlo Martinez with me. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Now, you know, as college students, we are both going through a world pandemic which resulted in online learning. But I would like to know from you how this experience impacted your learning at Baruch College. Well, first off, as a freshman coming into college, I expected so much, as in getting that the whole college experience that many people talk about. And well, with online learning, I haven't been able to experience none of that. And the actual learning that I got hasn't been the best as I was not used to it and I struggled to adapt to the whole, you know, Zoom at home, like on your computer thing. And it led to me slacking off and becoming more lazy and less productive than I used to be. Now, it's interesting that you mentioned that because a lot of people that I know have felt that online learning, including myself, can make you sluggish and slack off. But do you feel that this affects everyone in a way? Or do you think it might just be depending on the school and the environment in which we live in? I mean, well, I know for some people, like, online learning wasn't a problem. Even, like, after the first day, they loved it. They were able to do it because I know some people you know, are able to adapt quicker to, like, situations. But for me, it was a whole new thing, like, being, as I said, on the computer almost the whole day and so on. It was really hard, and, like, it's not something that I was a fan of. I kept telling my family, my friends, I want to go back, and I wish that everything got better sooner. And never did so. I was stuck living this whole online learning life from the end of my high school to the beginning of college. And I'm still going on into my second semester. So, yeah, it hasn't been the best. I'm sorry to hear that. But I would like to ask more about, you know, your experience in terms of how you handled the switch from high school to college through online learning? Do you think in high school it was easier? Well, in high school it was much easier because during that time, the only class that actually had 
you could say a Zoom or a video chat or video call like type of experience was my AP calculus class. You know the others were on Google um, Google Classroom. So I was stuck being on the computer like nonstop, but I didn't have to actually attend the class. I only had to like type in presence. However, in college, all my classes, like the first semester, were online and on like actual calls, which meant I actually had to attend the class, be there, and I don't, now that I think of it, I think I only had like one or two classes which I actually needed to turn on the camera, but after a while I stopped doing that. So the transition was kind of difficult as I went from not, you know, attending an actual class to having to be there every day, you know, on point, like awake and ready for anything like any, you know, questions that the teacher was going to give me. So yeah, it was a quite a change for me. I see. When you mentioned that when you were in high school that you had to go on Google Classroom and do your work, that's what we would call you know, asynchronous classes. Do you find that having a class in which you don't need to on Zoom and you could just watch the videos and do the work at your own pace better? Well, um, to an extent, yes, just because I remember in my first semester in college, I did have one class which was asynchronous. And to be honest, it wasn't that bad. Although there were like, for example, office hours, which meant I could actually go visit my professor or anything. And it was, it was actually pretty okay. Cause for me it was like, okay, as long as I do my work, I'll be fine. And it kind of gave me more time, for example, more time to do you know, other classes instead of having to worry, oh, I gotta wake up, or I have to spend like an hour and a half, like in this class, when in reality I could be doing work. Because most of the time in my other classes, sometimes I feel like it's not that it's a waste, but more like I could be using my time right now doing other stuff rather than being in this class. So sometimes I feel like asynchronous classes do have a little bit more of a benefit compared to, you know, synchronous classes. Okay, fair enough. And on that point, I would like to ask you, knowing that a lot of people took a gap year, because where you said you feel it was, it might have been a waste of time, they felt in a way, it was a waste of time to have online learning in front of a computer in their own homes when they know they wouldn't learn the same way as they would in person. Do you think that that was a wise decision to make? I mean, to an extent, yes, because it's the idea that you are paying, for example, thousands, if you don't have scholarships, you know, you're paying thousands to attend college, yet you're not actually learning anything, and instead you feel like lazy, or you become, you know, less productive and start procrastinating a lot, and then, you know, you're in college, which means you're about to start your career, and what you're learning right now is essential, like, for example, being in a bio major, and you're taking bio classes, and if you're slacking off, that will 
ruin you in the long run because because due to the fact that you're online and you might not be used to and it might not work for you, you're kind of ruining your future when when in reality you could have taken a gap year and then okay yeah you kind of not wasted but you lost a year but it was also the idea that that year that you lost was actually worth it since now you can actually be in class you're more focused you know that your teacher's right there you know you can't like turn off your camera you can't be sleeping you're actually paying attention and you gotta get your stuff done or else you know it's over I definitely agree with you because when you can take a gap year and you have that, you know, ability to do so, you are actually able to put yourself out there and experience other things. And then you can come back, you're reoriented to put yourself in a learning environment that you've been you know, accustomed to, which is one of the hardest things because now we went from learning in person to learning online. And that was a huge adjustment. Even if we've gotten the gist of things, now we're going to have to redo everything we just did to go in person. And actually speaking, in New York City, CBS News says that more than 200,000 families do not want to send their kids back in September for, you know, in-person learning. Why do you think that parents feel this way? Well, as we are in right now we're in April, and is the whole pandemic, um, like, done or, like, is it cured? Not entirely. Yes, there are vaccines and so on, but for some, they don't, they might not think, um, it's the best idea to send them back in September because they might think it's too soon, and also, we don't even know how it's going to be during the summer. Maybe there might be another spike, maybe there might not be. So for some families, they might be like, you know what, I'd rather keep my child at home knowing that they're safe, to, you know, we're safe, rather than putting them at risk and saying, you know what, go out. Because then again, we have some families who suffer from many medical, um, medical problems, and that might be a, you know, a main cause of why they don't want to let them out, because... If they let them out and then, you know, God forbid, they bring the virus to their house, those people who have those problems will, you know, have to pay for the price of their kid wanting to go, you know, into class. So maybe in their head, they're like, okay, you know what, I'm sorry, but it's best if, you know, you stay home rather than anything worse, you know, happens. Of course, putting your health first before anything. You know, your family comes first and, you know, you have to do what you need to do. That is why online learning is here because we want to keep everyone safe. But I also think one of the reasons why families don't want to send their child back besides the virus is they've gotten adjusted to this way of life. It's become the new norm. And to go back to something and now we know the way life was, it might not have been as sanitary, this might be a lot easier and to have you at home and to have you learn in the comfort of your own room and you've gotten so accustomed to that, like walking back into a building you know it's it's scary you know when you've seen what happened over the past year and speaking of learning online do you feel that because of the pandemic 
high schools, middle schools, colleges are going to start offering online classes as an option. Well, they, I feel like there might be a chance, but is it really likely? I think not, just because I feel like many would rather send their, or many students themselves would rather go into, you know, in-person classes because, you know, with this whole pandemic, like, you already have people, like, having to quarantine and all that stuff, and they can't even go out to, you know, see their friends or go places that they used to do or used to go to. So I feel like they would rather go out, you know, in-person classes, do in-person classes because they might be like, okay, for many months and a year, like more than a year that's happened, you know, I've been locked up. Why, you know, stay locked up? Let's, you know, be wise or let's be grateful that now everything's okay. Let's go out there. But maybe some kids might want to do online, but to be honest, I feel like it's going to be a really small percentage. And to make, for example, teachers and other staff have to, you know, you know, spend extra time just to, just to do for that small percent of people who want to do online. I don't think it'll be worth it, nor will it be smart for the school and like the budget if they, you know, for money like wise. So therefore, I don't think that it would be, you know, it might still be there, but I don't think it would be like one of like the big, you know, like, oh, we have a line, let's keep it. It might be a few schools might have it, not all of them. I could see what you mean. I could definitely see larger universities and schools having that option because even like a school um, as small as ours, right? You have in-person learning, which requires the students and the faculty to be in the building. Now you're going to have to separate that time to do online learning, which might take up a lot of time. And one interesting thing that I also want to point out that you said was that online learning lacks a very important thing to our health, which is our mental health. Socializing is just as important as learning in an academic setting, because when we learn to socialize, we don't only learn, you know, communication skills, but we learn from each other and we learn how to live by the experiences that we obtain by hanging out with our peers. And that is one of the most important things that is being deprived from online learning. And on that note, I would like to thank you for talking today and joining me on CyberAge. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you for joining me on our first episode of CyberAge where we discussed the theme of online learning. We conducted an interview with John Carlos Martinez, who gave his experiences with online learning at Baruch College. We learned that online learning had both positive and negative effects on the way that we learn. He told us that online learning had major effects on our mental health because we could not engage with our peers, and we could also not actively engage with our teachers and faculty as they would not respond promptly to emails or messages. This was a huge downfall to online learning. However, some of the positives would include that we were able to learn at the convenience of our own home. We could take our time when we needed to learn topics such as microbiology or anything that seemed rigorous or challenging to us, while being able to stay safe from the virus and protect our loved ones.
on that note, thank you for joining me today, and stay tuned for more. Thank <laughs> you.